Welcome to Arnie's Birthday Zoom, Christmas Day edition, with one of my favorite people, and that's, of course, Gerald Thomas, Boilermaker basketball standout, 1974 to 77, uh, part of a state championship team at Connersville as well. Nickname was Hop, I believe, and right. uh, played with some very, very good basketball teams. Played in the NCAA tournament uh, his senior year when it was really hard to get into the NCAA tournament. Yes. Second Purdue team to do that. Gerald, Christmas birthday is a unique thing, but happy birthday to you. And uh, thanks for, for for joining us on our on Arnie's birthday. Zoom. Well, thank you, Alan. I appreciate that. It's always Christmas to me. So people yeah. have to remind me it's birthday. It's just Christmas. So they have to remember, remind me it's birthday. So Tell me because, you know, I, my, I have a December birthday, not December 25th, but it's still a unique experience to be a Christmas baby, so to speak. Uh, in the Thomas household, how did that work when you were growing up? Uh, actually, it was kind of nice in the household because mom would wrap a Christmas present and she'd wrap it in Christmas wrapping, but she'd wrap my birthday present in a birthday wrapping. So I knew that I had two gifts coming and uh, always was that way. And uh, I just enjoyed that. That was fun. I never got cheated, Alan. So um, I got my, my share of, of gifts that day. Christmas, I, I, were you a big one? Well, of course, Christmas is, there's foods usually a part of that, but anything special also that, that uh, your parents or your mom made for you from a Christmas <clears throat> culinary standpoint? My mom would always make a banana nut cake uh -huh. with yellow frosting, and she would decorate the outside with, um, walnuts, she impeccably placed them on the outside of the cake and on the top, she would put some around the edge, around the rim, but then she would have cherries in the middle on the top. And I mean, it was just a, a fantastic display that she put together and, but the cake was excellent, obviously. So, um, that I always looked forward to. She made a, she made a display of that. That sounds like a, a reason to celebrate to say the least. All right, Gerald, nobody in in Purdue sports has has served his community more has been a more of a community person than Gerald Thomas not only at your work at the university your work at, on city council here but a lot of other things that we don't even know talk about just that you know you you do that naturally because that's kind of the person at least I've known over the years that just does it by doing it but talk about that that need in today and, and maybe a little bit of that Christmas message that uh, the need for service and the need for people to step up and how you've uh, learned to lead by example by doing that all these years. Well, my mother um, raised us to, to be servants. You know, she said that, that you don't go through this life by yourself. You have to have partners and friends along the way. And she said along that way, make someone else's life a little better. And so um, I took that to heart. Um, city council, it's, it's been uh, my fourth term now, uh, ending um, at 2023. 20, I'm gonna run again. I've Good. made that decision. Um, because I, again, I feel that I have some things to offer for this community still. And I look forward to, uh, to continue to make West Lafayette a great, a great place to live and, uh, and play and work. So that part of it, Allen has been very rewarding. I be honest with you, when Sonia Margin was mayor, um, many of you may remember those days, she asked me to be on the city council. I said, Sonia, I'm not a political person. I don't like politics. I'm not interested. And she probably asked me four times. And the fifth time, for some reason, Alan, it just felt right. It just felt like it was time 
to do that? And I said, yes. And uh, probably should have said yes, probably 10, 15 years earlier. That way. Yeah, you've done a great job working. Like you said, and city council doesn't need to be, a, it is political, but it doesn't have to be. You do, it's all how you treat others and and working for the best interest of, of West Lafayette citizens. And uh, I can vouch being a West Lafayette citizen, you have done a phenomenal job, uh, both under Sonia Margem and of course, John Dennis too is the yeah. mayor to uh, uh, both uh, both great people to work well, with. Alan, I appreciate that because when I got into this, I told myself I'm not into this for any other reason other than for make this city the best city I can do it. It wasn't about me. It never was gonna be about me and it never will be about me. It's about the citizens of the city and trying to serve their interests and make it again, the, the best place that we can make it to live. So I'm proud of West Lafayette, what you've done. We, we've made some huge strides in the 15 years that I've been on the, on the council. And I've served with some, some great leaders on the council. Uh, some passed away, unfortunately, but um, others are still around and, and they continue to serve in various means. So it's been, it's been a great ride, Alan, I, I have to admit, uh, again, thought early on I'd never want to do this, but you know, once you get into it, you really enjoy the ride. And so it's been fun. Yeah, one other question about that, just about the, the, the role of Purdue and West Lafayette. And of course, you can speak to both sides of that because you worked at Purdue. You obviously sure. graduated from Purdue and, and et cetera, and live within the shadow of Mackey Arena in, in your <laughs> home. But change in leadership. Mitch Daniels will be out as of as of about a week from now, Meng Chang coming in. What are your thoughts, expectations, and, and how how and if that relationship will change at all? Well, I don't think that relationship is going to change at all, Alan. Uh, under Mitch Daniels' leadership, uh, we were able to, to make Purdue part of the city of West Lafayette. It wasn't, which was strange within the Big Ten because we were probably the only university town that the university was not part of the city. So we incorporated uh, Purdue into the city, and that was a good thing to do. Uh, Purdue worked with us on the State Street development. Um, they paid their $60 million and, and the city paid our $60 million. And I... I I think you see on the west side of campus that that development is starting to pay dividends in the airport district with some of the major corporations that have come in like Saab and Skywater on ship development and so forth. So Mitch has really led the way from Purdue's standpoint and we've had a great relationship with Mitch. We're looking forward to having the same relationship with the new president coming in. Uh, I think he, his credentials speak for themselves and we look forward to that partnership continuing with under his leadership. Well, we both share a love for basketball. You were actually good at it. Uh, I wasn't, but uh, uh, part of a state championship at Connersville in your day, but also very, very a keen watcher of what you're what you're seeing from Purdue basketball. Unbelievable that to the Boilermakers. You know, you were there. You were there and played the time the last Big Ten team that was number one in successive year, Indiana in '75 yes. and '76. Purdue yes. now joins that club this True. past two years, but. Fun team to watch. I would think from your basketball acumen over the years, that might be a fun team to play for with this current outfit that you're watching. This would be a fun team to play for, no question, Alan. Um, you know, early on, people said, well, Purdue will probably rank them in the middle middle pack of the Big Ten. You know, they'll, they'll do well, but they won't be challenging for the, for the title. But if you look at this group of players, these young men, uh, they understand their roles. They play them well. Uh, there's no egos on this team. Everyone is, is, is doing their job. 
they're shooting the ball well, which is great. They haven't shot it real well the last couple of games, but this team can shoot the ball well. And that's, that's big trouble for, for the competition because they either have to lock down on Edie inside and that opens up the outside shot or they try and guard the three-point line and then Edie just has a field day. So you pick your poison. But uh, this team, you know, the sky's the limit. I think they, if they continue to play as they are as a team, they'll go a long way in the, in the, the maybe even making a Big Ten tournament run and a, a deep run into the NCAA tournament. So I love the composition, love the makeup of the players, uh, just hardworking group that, that uh, want to do what's right for the team. Culture is everything. You had some great personalities on your team. And when you played, you know, the, the Walter Jordans of the world, the Eugene Parkers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Mike Steeles, uh, uh, Dick Satterfields, on down the line. This is it. Right. All successful people that went on to live uh, live really good lives and interesting lives. Matt Painter's done a great job, uh, from all accounts, of building a culture there. Talk about that, you know, just that general fabric that you need to have uh, to be successful no matter what you do around the organizations that you happen to be in. It seems mm-hmm. like uh, Matt Painter and company have done a great job with that. Well, I think Matt has done a good job of recruiting players that fit into that Purdue, Purdue mold. Um, guys that want to work hard, that want to do, do the right things on the court and off the court. Um, so he's, he's gathered a, a group of individuals over the years that have, have uh, impl- amplified that, that role. And I think that's shown in, in the success that Matt has had at Purdue. Um, I applaud him for, for, again, bringing in the type of players that the university can be proud of, the Purdue fans can be proud of. And there are guys who are just going to work, work hard, die for loose balls, do the things that need to be done to be successful. So uh, Matt, uh, again, I, I salute him for what he's done in his uh, tenure here at Purdue. Um, he's, he's, he would have been a good coach to play for, as would have Gene Cady. But yeah. um, again, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a compliment to the, to the staff over there at the athletic department that are recruiting the players that they want to recruit, that they want to have here. And, you know, they're not five-star recruits, but they're meshing together well. And as you can see, this year's team just doing a fabulous job of playing Purdue basketball. Yeah, going to be a fun, fun thing to watch to keep us uh, keep us warm in the winter. All right, this <laughs> weather thing we're dealing with in West Lafayette, and really not, not just in West Lafayette, it's about every place in the country, with yeah. maybe the exception of Miami, Florida, uh, maybe about the only place that's at normal temperatures. You had a, a couple blizzard experiences, or at least one in 1977, is, that I recall your senior year. Uh, talk about that and that role of having to having to what you remember from that experience. And, well, I can and, remember um, it, it was it was a very weird snowstorm, and yeah. uh, and and once it was over, you know, you walked out of your your apartment, and it was like nobody was around. There were no cars yeah. on the street. You know, you saw maybe people walking their dogs or walking along the uh, the side of the road, but it was a very strange event, in my opinion. And like I said, I was walking down the middle of Casu Street in Lafayette and uh, nobody's out. I'm saying I'm walking through the middle of the street in, in what was a blizzard. And this is just totally strange. So uh, cold weather. I'm not a cold weather fan, Alan. Yeah, I'm not a snow fan. Uh, I like warm weather. But, you know, we deal with this. It'll it'll this too shall pass. But um, we'll just hunker down and stay warm and everybody stays safe in this. 
Yeah, no doubt, my friend. All right. Well, we'll let you get back to your holiday celebration and your birthday celebration, Gerald. <laughs> You're a treasure to our community and also to uh, Purdue basketball, Purdue athletics. And it's a privilege for me to have known you. Uh, you've been a, a quiet mentor of mine, even though just uh, watching how you do it, you've always exemplified the right way to do things. And uh, we're grateful for that and grateful to have a little piece of that, uh, uh, your wisdom as we get a chance to do it. So enjoy your birthday, enjoy Christmas day, enjoy the holidays. Uh, let's hope, uh, you know, if you're a Purdue fan, uh, maybe the Boilermakers can stay number one for a little bit longer. I, my guess is they're not gonna go undefeated. No, they're going to have, gonna have some fun, and uh, that's going to be, be great. Alan, thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate this, and uh, always good to talk to you. You take care. All right, yeah. All right, have a great Christmas, everybody, right. and uh, happy birthday to, to uh, Gerald. Thanks to Arnie's also for your sponsorship, and we will uh, be back. Uh, I think we've got a New Year's Eve uh, birthday we're going to celebrate, too, next week as well. So uh, always, uh, always appreciate uh, people watching and listening, and be safe and stay warm, all. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.